write down everything I feel like What I don't really ever wanna feel like Anything at all Anything at all You call me when you're sipping You only came for weekends I hope I was wrong I hope I was wrong And what they say about me Hey Kylie Hey Jen, how's it How going? I'm good, how are you? I'm I'm doing quite well this this Sunday. Yeah, you evening. seem like you're thriving this week. I'm thriving. Among other things, I just got back from a little wine night with some girls. So excited for you. You're making new friends, even though yeah. it's, it's you know, I'm just kidding. I'm actually, like, not jealous when my friends make new friends. I'm happy for you. <laughs> were you going to say you were jealous? Yeah, I was going to say I was jealous. I don't want you to make new friends. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not jealous. No I'm just happy actually, for you. The best way for me to not make new friends is if you where to come out here. I know. Every day is a new enticing day. Anyway. Oh, so what I was going to say is, so I had wine night with these girls and they were a bunch of girls from college. And I think this is also kind of, this is good because this ties into our topic for today, but how did I like get in touch with these girls? One of the girls DM'd me on Instagram and she was like, Hey, are you moving to LA? And she was like friends with my ex-boyfriend. We all went to college together. And she's like a very, she seems like a very cool girl. Yeah. Like very nice. I have nothing. I just, we didn't really know each other. And she just reached out to me and it turns out she was living with two other girls I knew. So we're all just hanging out and, you know, we kind of, we're, we're all hanging out, making new plans for upcoming weekends and like, Hey, I can introduce you to these friends and these friends. So I think this was a very common question that people ask when you move to a new city like how do you make new friends literally social media is your best friend totally agree I completely agree just cold DMing people. I went on a hike this weekend with a co-worker friend, him and his girlfriend. So fun. nature. I've gotten some of that California oh my gosh, so fun. And I spent time with my gentleman friend. Um, Good. That's probably the main reason why I'm smiling. Right, right. He's great. Your uh, hashtag lover that's not your lover. Basically. <laughs> your friend. <laughs> He's, he's Your my special friend. He's my special friend. <laughs> you know what though? So I was kind of telling you a little bit about this um, before we started recording, but I'm kind of at the point right now where I really like him and I really like spending time with him. And I'm actually not really interested in seeing other people right now. Right. Yeah. You should it. tell me that. But I'm, I think we've talked about this, but just the type of people that we are, or I'll just speak for myself in this situation, but I think you would agree when you get emotionally attached to someone, you start to like someone, you can't really like give anyone else your attention. Totally. Yeah. It's like not even fair to the yeah. other person either. No. Like I literally, if I like someone, I'm like, uh, sorry, every other boy I'm talking to, like completely I can't agree. To, literally can't talk to anyone else. But what I was going to say is that we're kind of at this like sweet spot where we're really like he definitely he really likes me like okay. not saying he wants to <laughs> be in a relationship with me but he really likes me right now totally um I've met a few of his friends which is a good sign um it's so good and yeah so we're just like at that point where we're just kind of hanging out and there's no label there's not exclusive it's not like that it's just like we're enjoying each other's company like I love it where is this gonna go we'll we'll see love um, it 
And I didn't even tell you about this, but I'm going surfing this week too for the first time. <gasps> no way. Yeah. That um, would be so fun. Yeah. No, I'm super excited. I'm literally going tomorrow. Um, I will tell you how terribly it goes. <laughs> um, no, I think you're going to be a natural because you're a snowboarder. I heard that it's so different from snowboarding. <laughs> really? Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like every professionally surfer, I actually follow randomly a lot of professional surfers on Instagram, but they all snowboard in the winter too. Maybe, I mean, maybe not maybe this one person who told me this was completely wrong but hopefully fingers crossed that I mean I'm, I'm sure not it's terrible different but I feel like you'll be better than most people starting out because well, it's hopefully you look really a bomb right now Jen You're um different. yeah it's completely fake it's completely fake but my whole family is saying that it looks like really natural this time around I'm not sure why you one of my sisters Colorado base tan that's true one of my sisters just went to a lake house she literally went to the lake house the second we got home her friend picked her up and then they drove to the lake house which is absurd but um yeah Ashley came back and everybody was like Jennifer's tan looks more real than Ashley's and mine is the fake one <laughs> that's so funny I know um no it's completely fake as you know but I guess I did get like a little bit of color in Colorado I don't know I'm sure you did because just literally walking around at elevation is so true. Use some sun exposure. The UV index was like so high every day, but I'm also on like a mega skin cleanse. My skin looks bad and I'm on a mega diet for at least a week. You have not told me about any of this. What is your mega skin cleanse? I just need to like start taking care of my skin better. I need to go to the dermatologist. I need to like start washing my face twice a day. I wash it at night, not in the morning usually. I okay, but there is also such a thing as overwash. I mean, you'll go to there the dermatologist is. and they'll tell you, but there is such yeah. a thing as overwashing your face too. There is, yeah. So I'm gonna try to start washing it twice a day, and then I do have these little prescription wipes that I literally never use that I'm supposed to use. So I'm gonna start using them. This is my big Good. mega skin cleanse. <laughs> good yeah your mega skin cleanse so mega Uh, i'm gonna wash my face so i feel like twice a day is fine and especially if you're not using like super hydrogen peroxide based exactly yeah it's gonna be pretty like light stuff so i just need to start doing that because my skin i don't know we were in the car for like two days straight two times and it's just my skin got nasty and we had to eat some fast food it got nasty then I started feeling really nasty and like I don't know if you get this way when you go to Colorado or the mountains but like I was so bloated our entire trip like so bloated Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if you get like that but like even the chip bags in the grocery store are like blown up there's so much air in them and I was like I feel like this in my body it usually goes away though after a few days you felt like that the whole because weren't you there like two weeks I was there like 10 days yeah yeah I felt not away by then it should have gone away and I actually feel much better now after being home but like I just didn't feel good so I have to go on a diet and I have to go on like a skin cleanse thing and then I should feel better soon hopefully (laughs) and I'm gonna start going to boxing again in the mornings Ooh, is boxing open that's good um I have like a trainer who has like a private gym it's my family friend and oh, right, so right. he helps me so I'm gonna go to him that's so Tony, fun the best yeah my trainer Tony so yeah I'm gonna go to him I'm gonna start with I think just like twice a week and then run like three times a week and then if I need to go to him more then I'll, I'll see him more I'm gonna be like really real with you right now <laughs> I think that no I'm gonna tell you this not like this isn't about you this is about me I like genuinely <laughs> think my optimal amount of working out is like not every day like I really I know what I you really mean only like maybe four times a week no I kind of got to that point too like I used to be so addicted to working out like I had to do it every day or I couldn't sleep at night 
but I've gotten to the point where I feel like four to five times a week is probably what is best for me because sometimes I just need rest and sometimes I need to get other stuff done and like I just I don't think I need to work out every single day anymore. Totally. I also like there's a couple things when I work out like every single day and when I say every day I probably mean like six days a week as opposed to like maybe three Mm -hmm. to four days a week. Yeah. I get so hungry all the time. True. So true. And so I end up like actually gaining weight because I'm eating more. So I think that it's kind of like when I feel I look the best and when I feel kind of the best, like not tired, not super sore. It's like like four times a week. Like maybe three to four. No, I totally get that. And when I say like exercise, I mean, yeah, do I go for walks? Like I walk a lot and I walk around, but I don't count that as exercise. You know what I mean? Right. It's just kind yeah, of going I feel like you should getting... move every day for sure. But yeah, like actual workouts, I kind of agree. Right. Like not every day works best for me. I was talking to my friend and she was doing, I think like two a days and she's like really trying yeah. to lose weight. And I'm like, I really don't know if that's going to get you to lose weight because she was like, oh, I'm so hungry all the time. I'm like, well, yep. duh. And so then if you're eating all the time, totally. you're not going to really lose weight. No, eating is like, personally, I think that like the best way to lose weight, like actual pounds is to like eat less and eat fewer calories. And then tone comes from working out, at least for like my body. So like totally. when I want to lose weight, the main thing is the diet and then just like getting the shape I want comes from working out definitely and I think that I think that but what I'm trying to say is just that people kind of need to figure out what works for them totally and what workout regimen works for best for them so any sorry any other updates you have let's think not really my boy life is still like really pathetic I don't think I've like talked to a male in like a week so that's really great I'm gonna take a break from boys (laughs) one week is like not a long (laughs) (laughs) they're they're all just pissing me off and I don't like any of them at this point (laughs) so (laughs) I refuse to talk to any boys right now I'm just over it I'm just trying to work and paint however I did have a big social media call out this week, which anybody who follows me on um, TikTok and Instagram would have seen. Yeah, Dave Portnoy. I actually, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Like, all my friends know this. I think he's really hot. (laughs) Okay, but would you fuck Dave Portnoy? Uh, No, no, no. Because I've, like, wanted to work for him for so long. So, no. So, you think he's hot doesn't even matter. (laughs) No, I just want to work for him. But, like, um... No, I think he's attractive. And you want to know why I think he's attractive, Kylie? Why? Because he's funny. That is something I have discussed. I think he's funny. Do you think it's because he's funny, but he's also like super confident? Yes. Funny and confident. Um, This is actually something that I've really been thinking a lot about. And I actually made a TikTok about it today, except for I'm shadow banned. So like nobody can see it. But are you actually shadow banned? Yeah, I'm actually, I'm shadow banned. I think people probably reported me for that DM TikTok. Which one? How to slide into celebrities DMs. Um, Why does that get reported? Why is that bad? I don't know why I got reported, but I bet a celebrity reported me or something like that. But I looked at like the guidelines and you can't post anything that like encourages harassment or like solicitations and whatnot. So like technically, technically it could have violated that. Jen, I really, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm shadow banned for something. Trust me. Like, it's bad. Like, how do you know you're shadow banned? How many views are you getting? 
literally like in an hour i'll get like 100 views and it's only people and i've checked who's been liking my videos it's only people who follow me interesting well it'll go away after a couple days you'll be fine yeah so hopefully i'll get on shadow bands soon but, but anyways anyway sorry um, back to dave portnoy back to dave portnoy yeah so he called me out and this is actually the topic that we're going to be talking about this week um he called me out for not having good advice on how to slide in celebrities dms my advice was just to send your straight phone number and um, apparently he didn't like that advice, but we'll get into that more later. Um, but yeah, if I'm being honest, I think he's kind of hot and I think he's hot because he's confident and he's funny. And, um, I've been thinking a lot about this. Like there are a couple TikTokers I follow who are like so hot, all these girls, and they have boyfriends that are like significantly less attractive than them. And they're funny. Well, all of the comments are all of these guys being like, oh my God, that guy must be so rich. Like imagine how rich he He is, blah, blah, blah. He must have so much money. Yeah. And then some people are like, oh, he's packing definitely. And I'm like, he's probably just funny. Like it's not that hard. Remember um, our one friend that we know? Mm Mm-hmm. I'm like, so Kylie and I have this one friend who is very not attractive, but he's so freaking funny. And I'm always like, he's going to have the hottest girlfriend, like the hottest girlfriend, because he's so funny. Literally the hottest girlfriend. Yeah. Funny guys like get girls. I read this other funny meme the other day that I loved. And it was like eating spaghetti squash instead of regular pasta is kind of, I feel like this is the same feeling you'd get as having a husband that makes a lot of money, but who's not funny at all. (laughs) It's like, that's so true. No, I literally think think that's like a staple to a good relationship. And I've told people this before I've told the guy I'm seeing this too because this is how we are but like you have to be able to make the other person laugh and and have like a good time even doing nothing like you're literally just washing the dishes you're shooting the shit just talking about whatever if you can make the other person laugh and have a good time and is interested right that's the cornerstone to a relationship because that's what a relationship is 100% I completely agree so yeah I just want to say that like why do people think he's attractive? I think it's because he's confident and he's funny, not necessarily because he's rich. Like, guys. So anyway, um, at Dave Portnoy, some girls may be telling you, quote, I fuck. Jennifer is <laughs> writing you a love letter via podcast. No, no. I'm writing a please employ me letter. <laughs> please. please. I'm a kidding. Yeah. Kidding. Anyway, so what was Dave's advice, which I kind of just gave away? So Dave's advice, which he debunked my phone number thing, was to, um, number one, be very hot. <laughs> number two, don't be ugly, which uh, I'm not sure what the difference is. Maybe there is a difference, I guess. There's a, well, there's a difference. Like one is like be kind of very sexual. That's true. And that's then the so other true. one is just don't be unattractive. Yeah, that's so true. Okay, so there's a difference. There's a difference. Okay, I don't I don't really, I, he might have actually not been implying there's a difference. I think there's right. a difference, but I, think, I don't know if Dave was thinking. That's true. Hotness that. is kind of attitude and then attractiveness is just kind of like your actual physical, like, physical <laughs> looks. Okay. And then third of all and final, which I think was everybody's main takeaway, was to slide in and say, I fuck. Two words, that's it. So instead of just the phone number, he says, just drop, I fuck. I fuck. So here's what I think about that advice. If your goal is to, quote, 
fuck the celebrity, I think it's golden. I think it's 10 out of 10 advice. 10 out of 10. It's funny. It's to the it's point. To the point. <laughs> Especially if it's a You are making your intentions males. clear. Yes, we have talked about this before. Men are stupid. Yes, they're stupid. You need to make your intentions clear. If they're some type of public figure, they might be, you know, they could always be scared of some type of accusation or whatnot. You literally have it in writing that you are consenting. We have talked about that before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, your intentions are crystal clear. Um, so I think that's great advice. Also, you know, he, he does speak pretty unfiltered truth. Like you do have a lot better shot at scoring a celebrity or anybody. If you are objectively physically attractive, that is also true. So I think if your goal is to quote, fuck, then yeah, 10 out of 10 advice. But that wasn't my, what I was trying to get across in my video. You want a guy to have romantic intentions, gentlemanly intentions, take you out on a date, whine you, deny you. Exactly. Like, can you imagine that being my goal of sliding in a celebrity's DM? No. Well, not you, but there are people, and look, we we don't judge. You want to do that? No, I don't judge at all. But I'm just saying, like, coming from me, that is not the advice that I'm giving out. Like, I would never, that's not what I'm doing when I'm sliding these But Dave didn't know that. No, he he doesn't know that. that. Mm -hmm. So if that's your goal, 10 out of 10, great advice. Right. I agree. And, like, unfortunately, I guess his advice can't apply to everybody because he is speaking to those who are more physically attractive which like i'm not gonna get into that because like that's that's coming from him but you know what my friend told me what oh yeah this is so funny this is so funny if you're not physically attractive but you still would like to hook up with said celebrity (laughs) and this is the advice that he gave me and (laughs) he's look he's well connected right he knows a lot of people he knows a lot of celebrities he knows a lot of right he's Um, not a celebrity but he's a public figure i'd say he is in a yeah. sense. Um, but what he told me was <laughs> if you're unattractive, suggest a threesome with you and attractive friend. And he said, I am fairly certain this will work. This is how you will get that guy's attention. Me and my friend, fuck. Me and my hot friend. Hey, you know what? That's one way to stand out from Dave Portnoy's advice. Yep. You know, it, I'm sure Dave a, is getting lots of eyes. A plus PM level too. twist on this advice. It is some a twist. So there you go. What's there- that saying? The apprentice has learned from the master something. What is it called? The student is now the master. Yes, yes. This is Kylie and I giving new advice. Um, again, that has to be your intention, though. I'm not yes. encouraging this behavior, but if this is already your intention, then then go for it. Slash, I think that, Kylie, okay, you're saying, like, if you're not as attractive and you're suggesting this with somebody... <laughs> Well, anybody can also do this, too, even if you are really fucking attractive. That's true. Yeah, you want to set yourself out from hotter people? Yeah. You and a hot friend. Yeah. There we go. There we go. There we go. And honestly, like, you know what? Sometimes people just want a response from a celebrity. If that's your goal, too, this should hopefully get you a response. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Even if you have zero intention of actually (laughs) meeting up with him. Right. This will definitely at least. This will hopefully elicit a response. Yes, I agree with that. So then I guess the question is, Jen, what do you say to someone if you want to get their attention, but you don't necessarily just want, you want, maybe you want to get to know them and you want them to take you out on a date or something like that. So this is going to take me a little while to explain, but I'm going to try to do it really quickly. I made a few TikToks about this. I seriously think it depends on the status level of the person. If you are going after a professional athlete in the area 
or someone who's not as famous, I truly think just liking a bunch of Instagram pictures in a row can do the trick. And I actually, for this podcast specifically, Kylie, I tested this out on an actually like pretty well-known athlete in our city. Really? And did it get a response? (laughs) It didn't get... Okay, well, actually, this is funny. So he's a... Okay, fine, whatever. I'm just going to say he's a Bulls player. Um, Like a pretty pretty big one. And I was like, okay, for this podcast specifically, I, I have to just test this. Kylie knows I'm done with athletes. We can talk about that another right. time. This was just... I am not interested science. whatsoever. This purely is scientific. Yes. So I decided I was going to go like a few Instagram pictures and see what happened. Because he's like... I, I think I said in my tiktoks like you should do this for like the lesser people but this guy's actually like he's more on the higher end so it's like honestly let's see if this works on this guy yeah. so all i did was like i think like five instagram pictures in a row i literally got a follow from this guy like i don't know 10 minutes later a bunch of like backs a dm i was like this is so freaking easy <laughs> um what did he say to you he just said like hey i actually didn't even respond i'm such an asshole <laughs> <laughs> that's it that's so funny. I do really think that is good advice just to kind of yeah. like shoot it out there. Yeah. And it's like, I'm just liking your pictures. I'm not sliding in. Like you're not really right. worthy of that. Sorry. I hate to break it to you. <laughs> well, this guy I mean, is can... definitely worth it to some people, but for well, you yeah. taking a break from professional ads, <laughs> I mean. Yeah. No, not happening. So, um, yeah, I just like needed to test my theory and it worked. So that is one way to do it. If the guy is either like you feel like he's in your league or maybe he's not famous. He just like goes to your school or something. This will clearly show him that you are very interested in him or at least like stalking him a little bit. And again, guys don't think this stuff is creepy. Are you kidding me? They don't think it's creepy. They're guys, like, no, yeah. they don't. They're, they're just noticing, oh, oh, oh the who's girl this girl? expressing oh. interest in me. Oh, yes. So I think that like depending on you as a person and them as a person, you can just go through and like a few Instagram pictures. You don't even have to DM them. Second, I think sending your straight phone number. Now, this is where people got it wrong, and this was my fault because my TikTok did not specify this. If they are, again, a celebrity that's not crazily well-known, I think sending your straight phone number can work, as we have also seen, Kylie. This has worked for me in the past. It caused a lot of problems for my life (laughs) since doing that. But it works. But it worked. And that's how I figured out that this worked um, because I did that a while ago. Actually, technically, my sister did it. My sister's the one that sent the phone number from my phone. But it worked. And I was, like, kind of shocked that that worked. But, like, it stood out and he thought it was, like, really bold. So then when I started doing it more to other people who were much more famous than this guy, it continued working. But I don't necessarily know that this is going to work on, like, a-list type people, right? Oh, I mean, probably you have to do something really drastic. If we're talking about Chris Evans, for example. Right. Single, notorious bachelor. I would have his children in a heartbeat. (laughs) Totally. Or like people were sending their numbers to like Harry Styles and Timothy Shalit mayor or whatever that person has to like if you're gonna get a text from a celebrity first of all they're risking sending you their personal phone number and you as a stranger giving it out to like your family and friends or something like that or just right there's no trust there's There's no trust there's a lot more we talked about this though like yes 
when someone, especially a guy with some kind of status, mm-hmm. is reaching out to like you need to make your intentions very clear. Yep. Because he makes one false step and you could ruin his life. Exactly. Which is, I'm say I'm I'm like very for the Me Too movement and everything like that. But right. God, this is why guys are very cautious. And I yes. understand. And celebrities in general, like, even if it's a girl texting a girl the phone number, like, if you go and leak that celebrity's phone number, like, A, a bunch of fans could start texting them. B, their phone could get hacked or something. Like, there's just a lot of, like, A-list celebrities aren't just going to want to text you from their cell phone. Yeah. Like, I, from an Instagram I mean, DM. Unless you're, like, Daisy Keach, who's my current. Right. Like, if you have a check mark and whatnot and you send your phone number, like, fine. They might text you. Unless, like, you're a really, like, hot person. Or, like, you have a blue check mark, or, like, you're also famous or something. I think it's going to take a little more than sending your phone number to get a response to people. And I actually made another TikTok about this, because as Kylie knows, I have gotten some responses from actual celebrities. Yeah, like, like, A-list proper celebrities. Yes, proper celebrities. And the only way I've gotten a response, well, one of them, one of them was a drunk DM in college to a DJ, and um i just like literally said like hey my like friends and i are going to your concert tonight blah blah and then i like invited him to hang out with our sorority sisters after and he like stopped responding to me because he was old and that was kind of weird and probably didn't want to get into it but i got a response from that pretty normal dm and then since college i've tried dming a-listers before and since that point the two times i've gotten responses have been me asking if they want to like just hang out with me and for whatever reason both times it's been me and my cousins and i actually lied to this one particular person that kylie knows who i'm talking about i lied to him i was not with my cousins at all i was with my friends and he was in colorado at the same time as us (laughs) kylie was there and he was in Vail, and we were in Telluride, and I responded to his story, and I was like, hey, do you want to come skiing with me and my cousins? Like, we're in Colorado, too, and he didn't respond to me, and then, oh, fuck, Kylie, should I say my special trick? Should I just say it? I think you should say it. Fine. I will say it for our loyal fans. Only this is my special fans. trick. This is how I get most of my responses, A-listers or not A-listers. He didn't respond to that, and so I sent him another one, I think, like, a day later or so and I said I said in all caps do you want to come skiing with me and my cousins and then he responded being like feisty with like crying emoji faces he was like I would love to but like I'm doing xxx and then I have to go home and blah blah and I was like oh cool again we're not fans so you don't acknowledge anything that they're talking about like he literally said he had to go do something for his purpose that he's famous for not acknowledging it whatsoever you don't care you don't give a shit nope you just want him to come skiing with you so I was like, oh, okay, cool, that makes sense. Um, and then he said something like, yeah, but Telluride's, like, definitely on the top of my list. And I was like, yeah, it's, like, uh, it's like amazing here, blah, 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 like, if you are ever, like, going, text me. And then I sent him my phone number, and then he texted it. So I basically, like, invited him to come skiing with me and my cousins, which is so wholesome. And then I basically was, like, offering him just, like, travel tips kind of for Mm -hmm. if you ever did want to come to Telluride gave him my phone number and then from there I'm like super straightforward as Kylie knows like he started texting me a little bit and I was basically like yeah I live in Chicago normally but like if you're ever in town or if I'm ever in town like we should get drinks or something so I essentially asked him out and he was like I would love to and then we would and then we started texting a little bit after that and stuff See, again, I really think that the dynamic is different. So you might be 
you don't sit there and expect them to ask you out. Like I yep. think you nope. really need to be clear with your intentions. Completely. And so when, so like, this is the thing with me and the actor, I was like, do you want to get coffee sometime? Like I yep. didn't, I wasn't like, Hey, let's go back to your place sometime. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like your intention was not to just like hook up with him. You wanted to go out with him and coffee is even more of a wholesome date than like getting drinks or something. Which yeah, he doesn't even drink coffee because he's so, that's so funny. Wholesome. And so when I asked this guy out, I felt like he knew that I wasn't just trying to talk to him because he was a celebrity or like hook up with him or something like I literally want to go get drinks like I want to go on a date and like I expect you if we ever meet up like I expect you to take me out on some type of date like in public yeah I think that's I think that's a that's a reasonable expectation I think so too because it's like at the end of the day here's the thing also like I don't really care that much to be quite honest about most celebrities as Kylie knows sometimes I don't even know I don't even really like know who most actors are and things like that um (laughs) I don't necessarily get starstruck unless your name is like Justin Bieber Kim Kardashian or people from The Bachelor like The Bachelor people are literally my A-list celebrities that's not a joke Bachelor people are not A-list celebrities I know so like actual celebrities I I'm not like overly impressed by them which is why I would still expect to be taken out just as like I would expect any other regular dude that I met at the bar or met at school or something like that to take me out as well you know also why lower your standards totally like I would not if he was like oh you want to come over and actually remember the other people I the other guy I sent my phone number to last year who was quote celebrity Mm -hmm. actually asked if I wanted to come over and I was like um no (laughs) like I'll go on a real date with you if you want but I'm not gonna come over and that I think really gets that yeah he was actually shocked and guess who got taken out on real dates me exactly because they think that like they think that girls are just like interested in hooking up with them and plenty are and like if that is your goal great totally fine it honestly shouldn't be too hard yeah but your, your life is easy <laughs> yeah if your intention is to get to know them and I think that again you need to like actually want to get to know them not just because they're a celebrity but because if you're a single girl trying to date somebody they might actually be like a good fit for you so you should have the same standards as you would with anybody else you should go on a date with them you should expect them to ask questions about your life you should expect them to be interested in you. And if they're not, then like move on. Like it's not, you know, dating a celebrity is not some type of like special achievement necessarily. And they don't, want, they're not going to date somebody who's a, a fan and like looks at them as like a, no, an achievement. Definitely not. I mean, and think about it. And also, this is like not even relevant to this conversation, but thinking, taking it even one step further, think about being in a relationship with someone. Would you really want that kind of like power disparity where you're no. just in such awe? of them no even the guys that i date that are older wealthy powerful men i will tease the shit out of them i constantly and they totally like that's 100 that's part of it that's part of being in a a relationship or like you know dating someone they want someone that they're gonna talk to as equal partners they don't want to be some celebrity exactly and i think that's why your tactic works and your approach i think so too yes with these more Treat them like a normal human. Yeah, treat them like a normal human. And then I also want to say, if you do end up landing a date with a celebrity or something like that, something that worked for me with this last person I went out with who was, he actually called me out on it. We had been on like two dates at this point and it was like the beginning of our third date. And he was like, "Um, by the way, you haven't even asked me about XXX, which was his career that he was famous for. And I was like, yeah, I did. Like I asked you like a little bit about it. And he was like, no, like you asked me like... 
like how I got into it growing up and like if my family was supportive you asked me like all that kind of stuff but you never asked me anything about my day-to-day or like you didn't bring up anything actually about it and I was like yeah that's interesting he was like I've never like I've never had someone not ask me about it pretty much like right in the beginning so like I didn't ask him about the thing he was famous for I asked him how he got into it I asked him like about his family life I asked him if he missed home I asked him like those types of things but I didn't ask him about what it was he was famous for and I actually anytime I did reference his job because it is their job I called it work so let's say somebody let's just pretend that this famous guy you're going out with is an actor let's say he has an audition or filming or something I would call it work do you have work tomorrow (laughs) were you at work today were you doing this not like were you at filming were you at auditioning whatever after you're like getting to know them better and you're dating and stuff and that's just like the normal way of speaking then yeah you can say those things but I actually purposefully always called the thing that he was doing work because that's his job it's not like who he is it's his job so until he knows that you like him for him and until you know you like him for him because you should always like somebody for who they are as a person not for their career or their job or whatnot because seriously that is not going to build a lasting loving relationship then I think that you should look at whatever makes them famous as their job and not who they are as a person does that make sense definitely Again, it's all about just circling back to the whole keeping it, keeping it very real, keeping it, treating them like a normal person. I think to a certain extent, not just famous men, powerful men, like they like that too, you know? Yeah. It's also kind of like, why isn't she so impressed with me? Like everybody's so impressed with me. Why isn't she so impressed with me? And you can be like proud of them and you can be impressed by them. But like, again, it's, it's just their job. It's not who they are. Like who they are is so much more important. And they're also going to be able to sense if you're like so obsessed with their job, seriously have to like that person for who they are. Definitely. And they'll be able to tell. Have we talked about our theory on why girls sliding into DMs is the absolute best way to go? (laughs) No. Say it. From experience, I think that girls sliding to DMs, sliding into DMs or reaching out on dating apps first, basically girls making the first move is the best way to go. Yes. I mean, even just speaking from personal experience, I'm not very active on Hinge right now because I'm in love with this man. Right. But when I'm on Hinge, like I don't really look through, I look through my people who like me, but I don't get through all of them. Like there's still always people. I look through the people and I will send them likes and I will reach out with them. And here's why this works. Guys have a lot, a lot fewer, even hot guys have a lot fewer girls in their messages. So they will notice you. And if you can make it a funny remark or on Instagram, a funny reply to their story, something a little bit intimate, thinks the, the thing about, oh, like hang out with me and my cousins, something very normal, guys will see that and they will jump on that just because they aren't inundated with messages like girls exactly. are. Totally. 100%. A lot of the guys that I have gone out with recently on Hinge I liked them first. And would they have ever liked me? Probably not. Either not because I'm not awesome, because I'm obviously awesome, but like maybe they just. I think they would have liked you first, Kylie. But I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. You know, they might just be busy or they might not use it a lot, but this is a really good way to get someone's attention. And I think that, you know, you just never know in life. And I think that if you like someone, you should just take power into your own hands and shoot your shot. Absolutely. I have every single guy I've ever dated in my entire life has been somebody that I've gone after first. Every single one. Hey, see? (laughs) 
Isn't that weird? That is like, that is weird, but. Isn't that weird? I've never, literally, we're talking, going back to my eighth grade boyfriend. That's not a joke. That's interesting. My eighth grade boyfriend, I had to like entice him. Like I was one that liked him for years. He didn't like me back. I was also kind of an ugly child. So maybe that's why. Then my first boyfriend in high school, this is actually pathetic, but I just wanted to date somebody on the hockey team. Of course <laughs> I wanted did. a hockey boyfriend because my best friend had a hockey boyfriend and I would go to all the games with her and I was like, I want a hockey boyfriend too. So I was like, pretty much anyone on the hockey team should work actually. And then I started riding the bus with this one kid who was on the hockey team and I knew it was going to be controversial because he had this girlfriend and they had like just broken up and I was like, I'm gonna go for this kid. Oh, Jennifer's stirring the pot. Yeah. Well, I was like already friends with him kind of because we took the bus together. So I was like friends with him while he had this girlfriend kind of just like bus friends though. Like we just like sat by each other on the bus kind of and talked. This was like social hour, the bus. It wasn't like a school bus. It was like a public transportation type bus. So we would like sit and talk sometimes and he had a girlfriend that whole time but then when they broke up I was like "Mm, we're friends he's cute I find him attractive he plays hockey good to go and so I just like started flirting with him and stuff and like I was totally the one that pursued him like let him know that I liked him and then I dated him for a while the other guy in high school that I liked our consultant Kylie remember (laughs) that didn't work out Well, I mean, your trend is that you go after these guys I went after and him get too. them to notice you. Right. Then my boyfriend, who I dated for freaking ever, I literally had to, like, use psychological tactics to try to get him to like me. I would read psychology tips on how to get boys to like you, and it was like, okay, the more they see you, the more they're going to be, like, thinking of you, but when they see you, like, don't give them any attention. Just make sure you, like, walk past them and your presence is around them, but don't give them any attention. And that's literally what I would do. I'm not kidding. That's like, so I would funny. park near him. I would walk past him. I would do all this shit to get his attention. And then I started talking to him. And then I'm the first one that told him that I liked him and stuff. And then this last guy that I dated, I shot the shot with. Straight up. Straight up yeah. shot the shot. Like, I have gone after every single guy I've ever dated in my entire life first. Hey, you know what? It works. I'm saying it works. Yes, Um, I would agree. So you might as well try. And I think that it's a nice little refresher for them because they're usually the ones that have to do all the work with girls. Definitely. And And chase. And they get rejected. Yes. Guys get rejected so often. Like they're almost used to it, I feel like, because they're constantly the ones asking girls out. Mm -hmm. And then they're constantly getting rejected. And if they know that a girl is interested in them but still make them work a little bit like keep your if okay here's my trick you can let the guy know that you're interested in them but your standards have to be like above and beyond Mm -hmm. to keep his interest you can let him know you're interested but like you expect real dates you expect to be picked up you expect the car door to be held open for you you expect him to do all of this shit kind of like above and beyond honestly normal expectations but you shot the shot first that's so funny yeah, so like he knows you're interested, but he has to meet these very yeah, high he knows expectations. You're interested, that you but he set. still has to work for you. And I, I will exactly. say that guys do want to work a little bit. They want a little bit. They want to feel like they kind of earned the girl that they're with, and that exactly like, they want to feel like oh, like she's so great. Like I'm so lucky to be with her. Yes, exactly. Definitely. So you still have to play hard to get in terms of like, hey, if you aren't going to meet me where I need to be met then you're not going to have me. It's, yeah, it's but not if you like, can, I'm not saying then I'm interested. Get, like, oh, just like don't respond to him for like 
12 hours. Don't be right. a baby like that. We're, I'm saying like... Like me, I don't respond to text messages. No, but you're not doing it in a way that's like, okay, well, totally. he respond to me for three hours, so I'm not going to respond to him for four exactly. hours. No. That tactic no, no, no. does not work. No. I'm not saying like play games like that. If you like the guy, like you can make it clear, but also make it clear that you have standards. Right. Those are not mutually exclusive. Um, we do have a question this week. <gasps> we do? Yay. Yeah. What is it? So the question that we have is how to deal with strict and overbearing parents. Oh, <laughs> we have like different types of strict parents. <laughs> Wouldn't you say? Yes. Oh, uh, very much so. Very different. Um, like very opposites. Strict and yeah, strict in different ways. So I'll yeah. go ahead and I'll start. When I got this question, I was like, girlfriend, I feel you. Yeah, Kylie feels in my you. heart. Because <laughs> totally. I had very strict, overbearing parents and still almost to an extent they are, they have very high expectations for me, specifically right. my mother. And like, look, my mother's a great person. She's Love her. a very impressive person. Um, she's yes. a very generous person, but she did have very high expectations of me and my sister growing up. Yes. And I think, I think that the main advice, I, there was not a specific question, but I think that you kind of need to understand, which I didn't realize until later, is that your parents are just people and they are fallible just like anyone. That's they so true. make mistakes and their, their advice is not always perfect. And I definitely listened to some advice from my mother that might have not been good advice necessarily or what I probably should have done. And I would kind of try to do a lot of things to make her happy. So this kind of goes into my second thing. So first think about, think about things for yourself. Don't always just listen to what they're saying as what, like the law, like that is how it should be. Mm -hmm. Second thing I will say is think about what makes you happy and not like what you're doing to make your parent happy. So true. And so I've slowly been coming more into my own as I've become financially independent. I've been allowed to do a lot of things and make my own decisions and do what I want. Do my parents still have opinions? Sure. They have opinions on things, but I think that is my main piece of advice. Yes. Figure out, like really think, just like think for yourself and it can feel really difficult at times, but yeah. in the end it's worth it. Jen, totally. what do you think? What is your advice? So my parents were strict and Kylie's like they didn't necessarily have, well, my dad actually had really high expectations of me, but my mom was always kind of one of those people that's like, don't kill yourself over getting good grades you know, A's aren't always, like, necessary. Like, B is a good grade, too. If you need to get a C in a class, it's not the end of the world. Even, like, when I was, like, working my butt off to get internships and shit, like, my mom would be like, you have the rest of your life to work. If you don't get this, it's not the end of the world. Almost to the point where I was like, can you just be proud of me of the fact that, like, I do have straight A's and I do get these good jobs and, like, I'm doing well. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, are you yeah. kidding me? Like, my report cards used to come and my mom would just throw them away. She wouldn't even read them. And I was like, mom, can you read my report card? That's like, like a really, that's a really aggressive opposite end view. And she's like, well, I know that it's straight A's, so, like, why would I read it? And I was like, because, because I worked really hard for it and I need you to open it up and say, like, good job. Are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. So my mom was almost, like, so relaxed to the point with type of normal being strict about grades and work and things like that that it was kind of confusing however my mom was very and is still very strict when it comes to alcohol 
weed, boys, anything like that. I am 24 years old. So yeah, what about alcohol? Alcohol, I was such like a goody two-shoe that like I didn't drink alcohol when everybody else was drinking alcohol. Like I actually switched friend groups in high school. My freshman year, I was kind of friends with like a more popular crowd that like started drinking earlier on and stuff and whatnot. And like, I was so scared of it and like didn't feel comfortable with it because my parents had scared me so much about alcohol that like I literally switched friends. I'm not kidding. Like, oh I wouldn't, gosh. yeah, I like wouldn't go to any parties. Like I kept making up excuses, whatnot. And then finally I was like, I don't even feel comfortable around these people. Like I need to get different friends. And those people that I switched to being friends with are still my best friends like to this day. So good move, Jennifer. But smart. I like avoided alcohol. I think I had my first bit of al- like first real bit of alcohol when I was like 17 maybe. I had like a four loco shocker <laughs> at the St. Patrick's Day parade in Chicago. <laughs> a four this loco. Like so St. Patrick's Day parade in Chicago. Yeah, this is the most stereotypical thing you could ever think of in your life. Um oh my God. yeah, and then I like really like alcohol ever since like but I only drink it at like special occasions so like dances Lollapalooza St. Patrick's Day I didn't really drink very much until college so I actually was just like pretty much a rule follower in terms of alcohol and then weed that's something I never got into like ever hey, you don't like weed no again my mom just kind of like demonized it so much she literally thinks it's like the devil's lettuce and I just like followed the rules but here's the thing I don't like it very much so like I don't do it so I would say I was just always a rule follower but I think that like again thinking for yourself and as long as you can be smart and as long as you are making good decisions for yourself you know what you're getting into for example if you do if your parents are really strict about drinking and you decide to go out drinking just at least follow the basic rules of like don't drive home drunk oh my gosh oh my gosh oh my gosh never drive drunk that is, And I, I think the best thing you can do with strict parents, which I've learned, is just don't lie. Like, if they catch you, don't lie about it. If you want to get away with not telling them and they don't figure it out, fine. But don't lie. Pretty much anyone, like, lying is, like, the worst thing you can do because then they'll never trust you again. You lie and then you say, like, next, after you're ungrounded or whatever, then you're like, oh, I'm going to Kylie's house. And they're like, oh, you're going to Kylie's house? Like, no, you're not. You're going to some party, but you're actually going to Kylie's house? They're never going to trust you again. But if you come home drunk and they question you and you just tell them like yeah I was at a party I was drinking I'm sorry I like defied your rules you'll get in trouble but at least they know you're honest and they'll continue trusting you that's I guess that's probably our advice on dealing with overbearing parents agreed um is that our only question this week that was that was the question I got cool I'm sure you get lots of questions but you should check your dms Jennifer (sighs) you're so right I honestly like wait yeah you're so right I because now I opened my tiktok dms too so I need to check those need to check damn okay i need to check i need to check and so i'm like the person maybe we'll saying have a lot more questions yeah wait we actually might have more questions okay jennifer's gonna check her dms this week instagram and tiktok big, you better big. i'm holding you to that yeah absolutely um okay cool well i'm gonna head to bed because it's like midnight i'm sorry keep you up on this no no, no 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 you know i stay up late well it was great talking i know great talking to you um we'll talk soon we'll catch yes, up again soon talk soon sounds good keep me posted on your your life I'm excited to visit soon. I'm sorry I couldn't visit this week. My family wouldn't allow it. I know. Oh, I wish you were here. I know. That would have been so fun. Well, you'll come soon. Yes, absolutely. I will talk to you soon. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye, friends. I hope I was wrong. I hope I was wrong. Write down everything I feel like. Well, I don't really.